0: Welcome to another episode of the Tomorrow Today podcast. I'm the guy next door, and today will be today we'll be discussing something that um, that has, in some way, shape, form, or fashion, touched each and every one of our lives. Um, and though it has touched us all at some point, um, I realize it finds a way to manifest itself differently. Okay. So the manner in which I want to speak about it today is universally. Okay. I want to be very generic in how we discuss this topic. Uh, and the objective here is to try and offer solutions to it that can be utilized across the board. So no matter what way it it affects you it can be these tips uh, can be used hopefully uh, universally and and as I say always these are never uh, nothing we suggest is ever you know to be etched in stone, but always just an uh, call it an open door policy if you will just a, a conversation to open the door on things that um, we seldom sometimes consider or or talk about. Um, And the subject matter for today is fear. Right. And if you if you've ever listened to one of our podcasts, we we always uh, try first to define something, uh, then offer solutions to uh, eliminate if those things are problems, eliminate those uh, those problems. So today uh, I want to start by trying to offer a generic or universal mindset or definition of fear. So, the first thing I think fear probably is is that fear is the absence of information and almost all circumstances, in almost all situations, fears the absence of knowing something. Uh, just like those kids who, uh, which all of us have been children who were afraid of something. Generally, it's the dark, you know, early on. So just like those kids who are afraid of the dark, uh, it's not the dark itself that is the scary part. The scary part is not knowing what's in the dark and what what's usually those dark places, the closet, uh, under the bed, anywhere where darkness exists, kids try to avoid for fear of what's in the dark, not dark itself, but what's in the dark. So that's why I suggest that it's it's possible that the absence of information is what uh, produces Fear. Um, And along with that, I think fear is also time sensitive, right? I think fear is designed to disrupt or distract us from a particular future, right? Fear very, very rarely, you know, plagues our past. Not many things have the ability. Or, or the chance to plague our past in the first place. But certainly anything that we were fear, fearful of that we've gone through, fear doesn't have an opportunity to play a role in our lives anymore if we've gone through that thing. So that makes fear specifically, you know, something that is designed to, like I say, distract us or disrupt us from a particular future. Um, and the next thing I think fear is, is fear is very, fear is an unpredictable emotion, right? I think it's very, very unpredictable. You're, you will hear some people say, uh, allow fear to be your motivation. Well, I think we have to be careful using fear as a motivation because it can lead you to a place and drop you off void of the rush that got you there. Right. So we got to be careful, allowing fear to drive us towards something because it's very unpredictable. Right. It's it's just um, it's just like adrenaline. You know, adrenaline can cause you and give you this great ability to do something. But what if adrenaline escapes you in the midst of you doing that thing it took you to? right so we have to be careful we have to be cognizant of the role that fear plays in our decision making right uh so let's discuss briefly how fear can potentially right be eliminated so uh to recap if fear is the absence of information if it's time sensitive meaning it's specifically has something to do with our future, uh, and if it's a unpredictable emotion, then it sounds like we can do possibly or achieve the opposite of those things in order to combat fear in our lives. For example, if fear is the ab- absence of information, if that child is standing in front of a open closet door, and it's dark. The moment the flip the switch is flipped on that closet, fear leaves. Right? So the information that there's nothing in that closet that can harm you immediately closes the door on fear. Right? And that information is the same thing we can use in our our adult lives. Right. I believe that whatever that thing is, we're fearful of, if we could but gain information on whatever that thing is, then fear, the door to fear has to be closed immediately. And the next thing is time sensitivity. If our fear is specifically designed to disrupt and distract us from a particular future that we're looking at, then That information that we're looking for to alleviate fear will help us understand and have more of a concept of what our future can look like, of not necessarily, and we've spoke about this before, being able to predict the future, but certainly uh, being able to eliminate some options a particular future might have to offer us right? Uh, And next, the unpredictable part. So if fear is an unpredictable emotion, then we have to navigate that emotion by understanding when we allow fear to create a decision for us in our lives. So, if I got a decision that I'm faced with and I know I have options within that decision. Chances are one of those options may be the safest option. And whenever we say something safe, we're suggesting that we can avoid a particular travesty by doing said thing. So we have to conclude that fear is a possible ingredient that's causing us to make certain decisions and fear. I'm not suggesting that fear should not be a part of decision making, right? Because there are certainly some things we want in our lives and some certain things we don't want in our lives. But if we let it be the ultimate driving force, then it's possible we're going to miss out on a particular future that we desire because we're being driven by an unpredictable emotion. Right. Right. There's been times where I have friends of mine that I've I've given this this example to and I'll 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 suggest it here to see if it can add some um, some clarity to what I'm what I'm trying to say. So let's say you're on a you're on an an airplane, a six seater, something small. It's you, uh, the pilot and and one other person. Plane crashes. Right. Uh, And you're in a very remote location. At the top of a snowy, icy mountain, right? It's extreme blizzard going on. You can't see your hand in front of your face. Um, After crashing, you come to the realization that the pilot is gone, right? And the other person is gone as well, right? They didn't make it. So it's just you. You look around, you're okay. Not badly bruised, but bruised, but can make it, can walk, right? You skirmish around throughout the plain looking for food, looking for something to start a fire with, you know, in order to comfort yourself, those necessities, you're going to need water, food, you know, you're going to want to be warm because you're at the top of a snowy, icy mountain. And you find enough. You find enough food for, you know, a few days, enough water for a few days. But you're faced with a decision. And that decision is do I leave the comfort of this current situation, not knowing when rescue may come, not knowing if rescue is even available? Not knowing if there's a, you know, a black box recording that has sent a transponder, you know, not knowing whether there is someone looking for you. Do you stay and wait or do you pack up, step outside the comfort of that warm airplane and into the unknown? Now, the ideal idea here is that fear is probably the thing that's driving us. Right. Fear itself. Uh, Because I'm sure there's bears. I'm sure there's wolves. I'm sure there's everything outside this plane that can potentially harm me. But inside this plane, I'm comfortable for now. So you're wondering and you're contemplating, what am I? going to do? Because remember, you can't see a thing. You can barely see your hand in front of you. And who knows how far the edge of that mountain peak is. Ten steps ahead of you, you could take one more step to your plummet. You don't know where you are and you can't see in front of you. So what do you do? Do you stay in your comfort zone? Or do you take a walk outside that airplane? Fear plays a major role in this particular decision we might make. And I know many of us don't get a chance to be on a remote, snowy, icy mountain, top of an icy mountain. But many times in our lives, we're faced with decisions that can potentially affect the rest of our lives. And fear becomes an important factor. So you decide to leave. You decide that you're going to grab your belongings, put on as many clothes as you can, right? And you decide to leave the comfort of your current condition. Well, we spoke of those 10 feet, right? You could take 10 feet to your plummet, right off the cliff of that icy snowy mountain. What you didn't know is those same 10 feet lead you to a log cabin where there's a fire burning and someone waiting. To see who was alive from that plane crash they heard two days earlier. Only that person wasn't going to risk their life going out to sea, but they were eagerly anticipating a knock on their door. So 10 steps, 10 feet could have been the difference between you. Living and you dying. Did you let your life end because you were afraid to take 10 steps? The idea here is don't be afraid. Some people say fear is not real. I beg to differ. I think fear is as real as you allow it to be. In your life, is it conquerable? Absolutely. If you so choose to conquer it. Again, I hope something was said that will resonate in your life to help you to not fear. Your future. Help you to not fear that unpredictable emotion and help you make decisions that don't ultimately end in being the wrong one based on you being afraid of something. Thanks for listening. Be well.